This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Friday, November 5th, 2021. Friday. Uh, hi, thanks for tuning into The Secret Show. Whether you're listening to it, I mean, live in quotes, because we have to tape it and then upload it. Uh, or you're listening as part of the podcast. They all do drop today. So <laughs> it's nice to have you here, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, Every time I say a swear, I look and make sure everything's not in program. Yeah, God, do you, I, it's a really it's, weird thing to sit in the broadcast chair in the studio where I've been doing a show all morning and then suddenly be allowed to say, hey, motherfuckers. <sighs> the quavery breath. Yeah, mm. I don't want. No trouble. It's Friday. It's the last well, thing we, we need. You know what? I don't necessarily. I'm not someone who goes around thinking about, uh, you know, my legacy or our legacy, <laughs> but we have worked a long time and to go out like that would really suck. It really would. I think it's expensive too. I think not only does the company pay, but the individual, there's like individual fines too. Oh, yeah, is that true? No money yeah. for that. No, yeah, I, I have no money for no that either. Money. Oh, please. Nope. Sorry, Sean, your college money's gone. I had to, and so is yours, Riley. <laughs> I had to pay a bunch of fines. It wasn't fun. Anyway, it's it's a great day. I'm excited. We have no plans this weekend, which is so awesome. It's it, there's just nothing like letting things happen. Someone calls us, "Hey, you guys were going to do this." Oh, okay, right, we'll do that. That sounds fun. Or go, yeah, no, I'm just sitting here reading my book. I think I'll just stay. You know, that's I love that. Mm-hmm. Just wide, just wide open range of choices. I guess we'll if we do a secret. Sh- I mean, a um, happy, happy hour. hour today. That'll be something. That's always fun. And those are all kind of random too. They are kind of random. Sometimes and you're like, oh, I don't really feel like it. And John bailed on me, so yeah, just- John's always bailing on me on those. <laughs> but the nice thing about that too is that especially if I don't have it, I hate when I'm in a rush on those. Like I know someone's coming over. I know I have oh, to yeah. go out somewhere because I don't want to drink too much. Yeah, sometimes I see your makeup's all done and you're oh, yeah, wearing I'm something ready. snappy. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, getting ready to leave. <laughs> That's the Sarah we don't see. It's yeah. funny. Whenever I see you after we maybe worked for months and months on end, and then there's one evening gig, there's Sarah in makeup with shoes that make noise Yeah, and everything. Yeah. Clickety-clack. Clickety-clack. Don't talk back. Uh, yeah, it's, a, um, it's funny because I guess there's just something about getting dressed at four in the morning that I just can't be bothered. Like even well, to, no one can. No, no like, one can. Yeah. I well, people. Something. Some people have to though. Like if they are working with the public or whatever. We're just sitting in the studio. I'm just like my hoodie and these rotten jeans and this cruddy shoes. Well, you wore jeans. There you go. I did. You I did put on jeans. jeans. At home. These jeans are so comfortable. They're like. Are they jeggings? 
No, they're like two sizes too big, and oh, I, I yeah. roll the top over to keep oh, them up. To so the hobo like, jeans. I actually, I actually just rolled. To, otherwise, they fall down, so they're completely rolled over. Ridiculous. Like here they are. If I jump up and down, that's where they see how low my ass is. They're like, they're like a dream jean. Uh, just, you're not in a bra either. I'm not sure if they are dream jeans, but oh, they're dream jeans for I'm me. Sure, they're comfortable. I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're not having any dreams of me where I'm wearing these jeans. When you just jumped up and down, I was supposed to be checking out your jeans and your cans just went flippity flop. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I also god. can't be bothered to put a bra on. I feel like I feel like I got a hoodie on. Who can tell? You know? Well, no he, one can until you jump. He just did. Even when I'm jumping, you can, well, I guess yeah, you can't. You know, oh, can well, there's some that. real motion oh, there. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. Stop looking at my boobs. I didn't mean to. They made they took over the shot. They're right there, front and center. <laughs> they gave you a black eye. Quit throwing them around and I'll stop looking at them. Uh, anyway. It's Friday. We're clearly a little loose here. Why is the phone ringing? That's weird. Oh, you want me to pick it up? Yeah. I got some right. texts that were funny today. Someone said, whenever I hear you talk about your love life, it sounds like love on the spectrum. Oh, thanks. That's I'm. What does that mean? I'm assuming they mean that I seem slightly autistic of some le on some level. Oh. Isn't I don't, that what the spectrum refers to? Well, the, I mean, when we think about an autism spectrum, you hear that a lot. But, I mean, the spectrum can just be something that runs the gamut between this and that, you know, on the spectrum of love. Look, I, I have never tried to sell you that I'm, I'm highly functional. So I don't feel bad about whatever <laughs> opinion you've picked up from me. I'm good with it because uh, that is... It, I'm very honest about how much struggle I've got yeah. in daily uh, with daily challenges. It's so funny because sometimes people will be like, "I, you know, Vinny, he's bitching about his kids," and then the lady's husband goes, "He's he was totally honest about that. He mm -hmm. told that lady all this, and it's just it's just so funny how different people will take." Things. I even have people who I there's one right now. Someone wrote in, and let me see if I can read it word for word because it'll it'll obviously have a better impact. Uh, but it was something like, God damn it. Well, what was that? Who was on the phone? It was Scott Capurro? No, no. It was that, that person that won tickets for Scott Capurro. That's I what, see. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. Switching that off. All right. I can't find it. But the person said, uh, Vinny, I wish my husband tried half as hard as you do for our one kid. And I was like, I don't. Yeah, I can't speak to. But I'm trying. I'm actually trying. I do try very hard. A for That's effort, buddy. the most buddy. important part. If that is right. right. If, you, if you're... I'm doing what plenty I can of, do. It's so much easier to just go, I'm out. And plenty of people do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So yesterday, we got some... Uh, we got a, we did a bad advice. A lady who said, look, I spent 4000 bucks so far going to things and buying bridesmaids dresses and everything else. That's... That is my gift to you. I, how dare you ask me for another gift? But the woman was insinuating that she was like, where's my fucking present, bitch? So <laughs> she has a little follow-up here. <laughs> and then because I thought about it a lot. Right. So And you had even said on the air today, like, I figured out the answer to this. Oh, right. So we'll hear that in a second. So here's her update. Thanks for your advice on yesterday's secret show. I wanted to add a little more background and give a brief update. A few other weddings I've been in previously, including my own, the couple specifically said to the bridal party that their presence in the wedding party and the expense that comes along with that is their gift. Actually, usually you give a you give a bridesmaid's gift and a groomsman's gift. Like you gift them. They're doing you a favor and definitely outlaying money and they uh -huh. do a lot of stuff for it. So right. you you gift them. 
Um, another wedding I was in, we did a combined wedding party gift to the couple to buy them a larger item on their registry. I always buy something for the bridal shower from the registry also. This was the first time I'd ever thought I was being called out on not bringing a gift. So I'm happy to hear you don't think I made an etiquette faux pas. For clarification, they eloped in late 2020 in Vegas and had a big wedding ceremony, a wedding slash ceremony, sort of like the after we were actually married ceremony in September of 2021. I attended both. The call about the gifts came the day after the big ceremony. I ended up not buying another gift and she hasn't brought it up since. I talked to other members of the wedding party. It was about 50-50, those who actually bought something off the registry for the big day. I know it was hard being a bride during COVID and changing plans so many times, so I've decided to give her the benefit of the doubt and not spell out how much we spent as long as she doesn't bring it up again. I think Vinny's right. She got caught up in the wedding machine and it went to her head. I also know they spent more than they expected on the wedding and have a decent amount of credit card debt now because of it. She told me a few times leading up to the big wedding she wished she had just left it alone at the elopement, but felt pressured to have a big wedding and a party for their family who didn't pitch in financially as much as she expected them to. I think she's focused on how much on how much she spent on the wedding, and she's failing to take into account how much everyone else spent. OFOC, and thanks again for your advice. All right, so how should she have handled this? Well, first of all, that whole how much she spent and how much everyone else spent, it's your wedding. Mm -hmm. Of course you spent more than the people who attended. That's the whole Duh. point. The, right. So to me, that's that's... That's automatic. That comes with it. But 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 what I thought about was, you know, when this friend said something like, uh, you know, I, I I I forget how she what her friend had said to her exactly, but something like, I I can't believe that we haven't gotten more gifts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she said, uh, especially the, from the wedding party. The bride said she was surprised they didn't get more gifts. She didn't call me out specifically, but she mentioned she had expected other members in the wedding party would buy them a wedding present and didn't. So first thing I thought after this, you know, after I had time to sit with it was maybe she was the person, not the bride, but the person who was being this was being said to. Maybe she felt guilty and interpreted that as an insinuation about oh. her gift. But maybe there were other people in the wedding party that didn't do nearly as much as this woman did and right. maybe there were people who you Felt know that they had to i still wouldn't say that i still don't think it's okay i agree but i'm i'm i was thinking at first maybe she's just feeling guilty and it wasn't about her it was about someone else right that the woman was actually sort of confiding in her be knowing about that she are you're, right. like, you're off the hook because you've spent four thousand dollars right but these other people i mean people. in the moment though i thought if you had responded with something like, well, I don't know what everybody else spent, but I spent four thousand bucks on your wedding, and I feel like we've we're already in deep to your marriage, and it better last, motherfucker, because four K <laughs> is money. I I could have kids. I could have a you know. There's stuff you can do with four K. Yeah, that's not nothing. No. So I I do think if it if it comes up again, look. First of all, you have to remember. You want to stay friends with someone, and these little things are—they become little burrs under the saddle. They're too high stress, and they make people crazy. And this might be your best friend who's just going through a bad moment. Whether it's that they spent too much on the wedding, which I'm sure they did, yep. and whatever. But you really—I would proclaim very bluntly. Well, I don't know if you're 
talking about someone else in the party, but I spent over 4,000 bucks on your wedding and, and lay it out straight out. Like there will be no more money beyond that. No That's more gifts, the way, no more money. Like in the moment, if you could have said, well, who, who gave you nothing? Cause I gave you 4k. Right. And you, a bunch of you cost me 4k. I was yeah. wondering if I can get a reimbursement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was well. actually going to submit my receipts. <laughs> I thought that would be part of the deal. I, I really, I, it's so, and I know that there are people money's who probably, so crunchy too. It is. And people who hear me saying that say, you can't say that. No, the bride in the first place can't say what she said. Yeah. She's already gone into territory that is beyond norm. rude. Mm-hmm. It's so, rude to call people out for not getting you a gift right. because the whole point of gifts is that they're supposed to come from the heart. And you're supposed to, you know, there's, it's the thought that they thought of you and that they, it's this person clearly thinks about you. They like you. They love you enough to pay $4,000 to go to your various parties, weddings, uh, hen parties and, and bachelor parties. They clearly love you. Don't throw that in their face. And I I agree, though. You're in the machine, and you become... Your mindset changes. And you might find yourself thinking rationally that, that, that it's... A, you might think that it's a rational thought. Why didn't this person give me a gift? Well, that seems rude. Just take a minute, take a breath, think about why they might not have. Yeah, I, I, it's so... She's just I don't know. The, the only out. word I can think of is just it's uncool. Yeah, it's super uncool to be gift counting. Yeah, after your it wedding, feels yucky. especially if you're a grown up. I get it if you're a teenager and that doesn't happen like it used to. But like I said, when I used my parents as an example, they left the house at 19 or 20 and they were going to go get an apartment and had to fill it with stuff. They didn't have any things. They didn't, hadn't lived anywhere. My dad was coming out of the Marines, and you don't have stuff. Right. And my mom was coming out of her dad's house. She had no things. So yep. they had to buy beds and tables and all the stuff to fill a house it's with. It's supposed so, to set up your household. But that's not the case anymore. Most of us are marrying in our 30s. It's And we've already lived on our own. We're not staying in the nest until we marry because you know back in the day people would get out of the house just to get away from their parents like yes i will marry you please get me out of here right i think to like she talks about the credit card debt and how much this party cost after the fact i bet she woke up a couple days after a wedding and got that got that visa bill and went oh my god we're so fucked yeah you know yep and then all yeah. the little things, you know, just slide me a hundred bucks. God damn it. Yeah. I've already slid you 4,000. So, uh, all right. So there's that. I've got a comment here. Um, catching up on the, on the last, uh, someone who is listening through the last seven secret shows and wanted okay. to comment on the lady who has a needy friend who feels the need to fix her friendship. So this is a lady um, who's sort of on the on the I'm not as busy as this other friend thing. So she's she would be the one who is maybe getting ghosted if she was not so philosophical about it. So many times I just nod in agreement virtually and hope that you guys can hear me, but I wanted to comment on this one for sure. Mm. I have a friend who's been in my life since 1997. Our friendship has really evolved in a myriad of ways, and without getting super long-winded, I just wanted to say, as she is the one, this person writing us, is the one with zero children and only ever on my own time, it can be challenging to be on the side of having nothing but time. Um, so it's challenging for her. 
she, this friend of hers has a huge family and a large circle of people who need her attention. And it was hard for me when I would get cut out of her life due to a new boyfriend for her or whatever the new flavor friend, et cetera, would be as this woman's life changed and evolved and became more complicated. This woman felt left behind. She's finally working again. And as is her thing to do, she has... Mm, this is written really weird. She has zero time to get together with me, especially since I no longer drink alcohol. So this woman isn't available to go out for drinks um. after after dinner or something, say, or after work. I still love her. She still loves me. We will see each other whenever we see each other. I still have nothing but time and can always flex my schedule, but it is a relationship that is what it is now. I no longer get hurt feelings over broken plans, and if she's hurting over my lack of concern, she can always tell me. Or maybe I'm just a cold-hearted bitch. I hope the lady with the needy friend just chants, I, I cut the ties that bind and release you in love and light. It's a serenity p- prayer for finding inner peace in relationships, be they people, things, addictions, mm. etc. Have you ever heard that one? Sounds like well, she's the serenity, sober. I haven't heard that particular uh, sentence, but the serenity prayer is very important in sobriety that's the knowledge the wisdom to know the difference between the things you can change and the ones you can't i like that though i cut the ties that bind and release you in love and light fly on back whenever you care to roost yeah i mean i I, that's the way all friendship should be i i think i mean i I, i'm a guy though so things are very different for me you know the missus is some like christina is someone who is she's a really good friend to people and absolutely is there at the expense of our own family. And sometimes when a friend needs her, she's there. Oh, you you guys got like, there were people who got displaced. I'm like, we're displaced. And she went, yeah, but I'm making them some dinner and I'm going to bring it to their hotel room. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, like, but that's the kind of friend she is. She's mm-hmm. a really good friend on the flip side. She's also very capable of taking help from friends too, mm-hmm. which often makes me feel guilty as she's taking space she's in, in a refrigerator across the yeah, uh, right. and she's capable of taking back without feeling guilty and does so. And I'm always like, don't you think we've overstayed our welcome in their fridge? As an example, but there's others where I'm just like, oh my goodness, right? I feel. Well, she probably doesn't feel like she owes them because she knows if they needed her, she'd be there for them. Exactly right. Yeah. But that's a a good way to be. I, 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 yeah. Yes, sure. But I I know, I know what you're saying because I'm way more like that. Like I would be there for a friend who needed me. I just would. There's, I have a small circle of friends that if in a, in a real thing, I I like to think that I would drop everything and say, I'm going to go be with you, help you, help you bury a body, whatever we have to do. We're going to straighten this all out. Bury a body. And, uh, but I don't know that I'd be, I would reach out as readily. And I don't know if that's because I would, John would be the person I turn to. And I, I just wouldn't necessarily burden my friends with that. Right. I fear imbalance. And that's mm-hmm. what I think uh, I'm talking about, which is imbalance creates resentment. So let's say you're both friends and you helped a friend and then they're helping you except now they're helping you a lot more than you're helping them. And suddenly they start to go like, Jesus, this person, you know, though, it's, like paying for, it's like paying for dinner. You know, sometimes you get it. Sometimes they get it. Who t- paid last? I don't know. It all comes out in the wash. Like y'all, you know, I say that a lot. It comes out in the wash. If it does come out in the wash, 
then everything's cool. Right. But if the imbalance continues, it doesn't come out in the wash and resentments happen. Right. The one person who's saying, oh, it all comes out in the wash. And you're like, no, you never pay. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, it's not something that we come up against or argue about, but I definitely sit there and go, oh, man. Hmm. Hope that all comes out in the wash. That'd be good. What do you, you have a thought on this? Brittany? No, I actually hear both of you guys and I see that there's both sides of that and I, I'm the type that doesn't really like to ask for favors either. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, right. But you know, I'm also, I, I want to reach out to my friends and, and help them whatever way, way I can. But right now I'm just caught up with myself. I've actually been kind of focus, focusing on just handle your own business. I mean, this may not even relate to the story, but what I've been going through is I need to help myself before I can help anybody else. And that's kind of the advice I've been giving a lot of people who've been coming to me during this pandemic with a lot of stress. They're trying to help somebody else. And I'm like, you need to help your goddamn self. Figure yourself out. And right. that's kind of where I am in life right now. I'm just trying to focus on me before I can help anybody. Right. Put I'm, your own mask on first before yeah, you help others with I'm theirs. I'm doing nobody a favor. No. If, by trying to help you. Well, you're certain. Right. Right. Sometimes that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's nothing unhealthy about that. As long as it doesn't last forever, right. I guess. You know, you got to work through your problems and then kind of like surface and look around. How's everyone doing? Oh, great. I'll go back under. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Here's one. Um, just a comment on the show. I don't know that we'll get to a bad advice today. I have a couple of other things I want to do, too. Um, Bryn, uh, share the story with Vinny. I was listening to the October 7th Secret Show where Vinny told the story about the first porno that he ever saw when he was a kid. I was gardening in my front yard with headphones on when he mentioned the name of the porno. I laughed out loud and said, ha, oh my God, taboo. Scaring my elderly neighbor who was walking past. (laughs) When I lived in Venezuela in the late 1980s, we had our college age neighbor house sit for us. And he left a copy of the Spanish language version of taboo under our sofa. The guy brought his porn with him when he house sat for well, him. Well, you're there. I mean, you're alone. Don't you're please don't beat off be on my couch. Ha- all right. Well, look, you... I mean, I did it on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's I threw better. Threw a towel down. That's much I better. always do. Ew. Ugh. That had to be fun to find. So she finds it, and she and her boyfriend decide they're going to watch it. My boyfriend and I watched it together, and about after after about three minutes, he said, "Wow, that would be a really weird job being a voice actor dubbing American pornos into Spanish because it was overdubbed." Right. Uh, and they both started laughing. The whole movie became this ridiculous comedy. So thanks for the memory, she said. And they never got in the mood, huh? Well, they don't say. The lead actress in that movie, in particular, is just as curvy. And is naturally, you know, uh, perfect for a porn yeah. as a person can be. What's the plot of that again? Is it a mom, Look, son? I, I, I didn't. I, first of all, this was the first one I saw because it's what someone had at their house when we were like partying at their, ha- their parents' house in seventh grade or something like right. that. So that's why I've seen it. But the, it, the movie is called Taboo and it's about. And now, this many years later, I've watched it enough times that I do know what it's about. Oh, so is that so? Yes. Otherwise, you would just fast forwarded to the sex scenes. Well, no, I'm watching the sex scenes, but the storylines are interwoven. Mm. So the story is 
the the woman's not putting out for the husband the way he wants her to and so they have this fight right in the beginning of the movie and he's like i'm out of here and he splits and so the next morning he's there the mom is there with the son and she's explaining dad has left us and it'll be fine and i've got to go get a job and the son has a girlfriend and so there's some sex scenes leading up to this but at one point the son watches the mom in the shower oh no who's super curvy and this is awful it is awful it is about incest <laughs> well it's called taboo right it's right there in the title and so and this isn't like the big thing in in current porn websites is stepmom mm-hmm. or stepsister mm-hmm. this is mom and son that do it in this movie so he watches her like a perv she goes out on a, her first date since the husband has left and that ends up at an orgy oh, you actually which, know the plot which is crazy well I well watched, there used to I, really be plots yeah, i like, know these that were actually it was a, i understand that it's a movie <laughs> it is a movie with this so you you know you go all right i'm gonna get to the anyway <laughs> So you're telling me they're actors. It's not really a mom and son. It's well, not a documentary. Yes, no, it's not a documentary. No. <laughs> so then the mom ends up, you know, after the being upset about being taken to an orgy, ends up at home in bed alone, frustrated. And she wakes up and walks past the son's room who happens to be sound asleep with a heart on. And she like, can't she's fight you can see like the scene is her fighting herself she walks into the room and walks out walks back in and sits down gets up and leaves next thing you know she's smoking his pole and then the next thing you know he wakes up and is like mom and then they do it oh. and the next morning she's like that was a huge mistake we can never do that again and that night they do it again so it's <laughs> there's the movie I never looked at the the plot as being hot. I just looked at this woman who is you were attracted to the as curvy bone. as they get. I thought she was as you know as well to be desired. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's I'm actually a little speechless that somebody actually put that movie on film. Like that's so. Well, here's the trippy part. So. <laughs> Part of the reason that I know this is because now you can get all this these movies right. on yeah. the, these websites. If you search it, they didn't make one. Oh. Uh-huh. I see part two. Oh, Wait, no. And is There's it the like, same actors? I think at some point the mom from the first one falls out and they continue this series for I've not watched the others. He gets a new others. mom? Oh, maybe dad remarries. I've not watched the others. I've seen two. And and then uh, and I fell off, but I think that there's I bet you there's like five of them, if not ten. I think it's disturbing that there's that many, and the subject matter is the mom and the son are banging. Like that just feels so wrong to me. What do they right. call that Oedipus complex when you're no, in love with your called, mom? The movie is called Taboo. Yeah, no, that's true. <sighs> the guy leaves it behind. So you want to fuck your mom, huh? But oh. so the truth is, when I first saw it, <gasps> the there. Oh, boy, that That's is her, right? full Bush. That is full 70s Bush. Well, where do you think I got that thing from? Full Bush. I got that from this movie. Like, that's the bushiest Bush I've ever bushed that's at. A, that lady. That's a regular Bush. Come on. That's a big-ass Bush. how curvy she is, though. Yeah, Come she's on. super curvy. Yeah. 
Big tits. Yep. Wow. And there's the son putting his pants back no, on the bed. No, that's the dad. Oh. That's the dad leaving. Oh, that's the very beginning, huh? Yep. So why does he leave again? Because she got a because huge bush. Why doesn't he just... put, she's not that into it. She oh. doesn't put out the way he wants her to. And so he's just like, I give up. I've, I've, you can't get into this. Fine. I'm, I'm out of here. And she's like, well, God damn it. <laughs> just... I'm going to fuck my son. <laughs> Your son too. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It turns out the mom's the sicko, not the dad. Uh, I'm, we're just about out of time. No, here. we're not. We really are. Come on. We I, can't have talked about taboo that we long. We did. We talked about it Let's that long. edit it out and start over. No. Uh, it's funny. We talked about taboo. I would like to hear other guy. people's thoughts on taboo if they've seen it and or other formative year porno watches. I it's, I found it fascinating that you knew so much of the plot, quite yeah. frankly. Well, you really told that you painted quite a picture there. Again, I told you. I didn't know it when I first saw it. I had no idea that's what it was about. <laughs> I have Until since suddenly gone it back was. <laughs> because it's available on the internet oh. to watch scenes and I've been able to piece it together. What's the actress's name? Do we know? That I lady's name is someone. Kay Parker. Oh uh, yeah, you're fast. <laughs> I told you, it's the first movie I ever saw. It's Kay Parker playing Barbara Scott. Oh, Barbara Scott. Barbara Scott's oh, the uh, fictional. Yeah, mm-hmm. big bush on Barbara Scott. Wow, that's a bush. I remember those VHS tapes. What's yeah. funny is I would totally fast forward to the parts well, yeah. I needed to watch. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. you know? Who wants to watch a fucking plot? There's always what a fan. That, for the girls? Always a fan going on in the background and some weird music. You know, oh. like flute, flute sounding music. Oftentimes anyway. a pool boy. Yeah, I like oh, the pool funny. boy ones. That's good. <laughs> I can't resist Guy the takes pool off boy. his shirt, just cleaning the pool. <laughs> Would you like some lemonade, young man? Hmm? And by lemonade, I mean a glass of lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I actually meant oh. lemonade, though. All right. Uh, please do send along your thoughts, your feelings, your problems, whatever you got going on. Stories. We love those too. To Bryn, B R Y N, at RadioAlice.com. Thank you for listening. Enjoy all the secret shows and podcast form later today. Uh, That's going to do it for us. The end.